You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Straight out of Compton, crazy motherfucker named Ice Cube. From the gang called Niggas with Attitudes. When I'm called off, I got a sword off. Squeeze the trigger and bodies are hauled off. You two boy, if you fuck with me, the police are gonna have to come and get me off your ass. That's how I'm going out. For the punk motherfuckers that's showing out. Niggas start the mumble, they wanna rumble. Mix them in, cook them in a pot like gumbo. Going off on the motherfucker like that. With a cat that's pointed at your ass. So give it up smooth. Ain't no telling when I'm down for a jack move. Here's a murder rap to keep ya dancing. With a crime record like Charles Manson. AK-47 is a tool. Don't make me act a motherfucking fool. Me, you can go toe to toe, no mate. I'm knocking niggas out the box. From. Straight out of Compton, another crazy ass nigga. When punks I smoke, yo, my rep gets bigger. I'm a bad motherfucker, and you know this. But the pussy ass niggas won't show this. But I don't give a fuck, I'ma make my snaps. If not from the records, from jacking a crap, it's like burglary. The definition is jacking. But when illegally armed, it's gonna pack it. Shoot a motherfucker in a minute. I find a good piece of pussy and go offend it. So if you're at a show in the front row, I'ma call you a bitch or a dirty ass hoe. Get mad like a bitch is supposed to But that shows me slut junk and post to a crazy motherfucker from the street Attitude legit cause I'm tearing up shit MC rent controls are automatic For any dumb motherfucker, it starts static Not a right hand cause I'm a hand itself Every time I pull an AK off the shelf The security is maximum and that's a law R.E.N. spells red but I'm wrong See, cause I'm the motherfucking villain The definition is clear, you're the witness of a killing That's taking place without a clue and once you're on the scope, your ass is through. Look, you might take it as a trip, but a nigga like Ren is on the gangster tip straight out of Compton. 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 Easy as his name and the boy's coming straight out of Compton. It's a brother that'll smother your mother. And make your sister think I love her Dangerous motherfucker raising hell And if I ever get caught, I make bail See, I don't give a fuck, that's the problem I see a motherfucking cop, I don't dodge him But I'm smart, lay low, free for a while And when I see the punk pass, I smile To me it's kinda funny, the attitude's showing nigga driving But don't know where the fuck he going, just rolling Looking for the one they call easy But here's a flash, that never sees me ruthless Never seen like a shadow in the dark Except when I know over a hesitation and hear the scream of the one who got the last penetration feel a little dusty 
that shit was dope. Welcome. Oh man, you should have just. I don't even know why I'm talking right now. Should have just kept playing the entire album. Just next song. We're here with another Bangover podcast review. I'm Scott Allen, and always I'm here with Chris Myers. What's going on? Applause, applause. And today we're reviewing, as you noticed, um, Straight Outta Compton by NWA, released in 1988, making it 31st anniversary. Mm, I believe. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I did math. I, did, yeah. I didn't use a calculator, but I did it in my head. 38, yeah. Or 39, right? What am I looking at? 88? 31 year oh. anniversary. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. 31. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's how much That's I another know. fun fact. Yeah. That's a factoid. And this would be their second album, question mark. Pretty much following up a uh, mix album compilation, NWA and the Posse. Yeah, I'd never, I'd never listened to that. Or, um, you know, I mean, I've sure. heard the songs on from it, so I've just never actually listened to that album. Have you so- heard the song "Boys in the Hood"? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, like if you listen to that album and then you listen to Straight Outta Compton, you can tell the difference in the the production work, the way they rap, the way they sound, and their voices. It just kind of, it kind of sounds slow, a little bit easy ease rap on that. Just kind of like, I know it's like his first go at it, but yeah, I wonder if it was. I done, love the song, but done at that same studio. It's like in the movie. The, yeah, and that's why we're not really gonna go into the history, because everyone has seen the movie. And if you haven't <laughs> seen the movie, just go see the movie. It's great. In fact, I gotta say that's what got me into the band. What was the movie? To the group. Oh. Yeah, definitely seeing the movie. I was like, oh, this is great. And I just love, I love any movie about music, like any biopic. Biopic, yeah. oh, man, it just gets me one. so jazzed up. Yeah, and so I had to go out and listen to the album, like just walking the dog every night, and that's when I fell in love with it. And this was probably like three years ago, so I'm new to the game of hip hop. You okay. know me, <laughs> you know me. I'm, I love fucking metal, man. I'm a metal guy. Look at me. No, but I, I do love hip hop, and this is one of the albums. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that song. Um, damn, what a banger from the get go! Kind yeah. of setting the precedent of like of like what, what you're gonna get. Like yeah, each, each rapper's coming in; they're like setting each other up. Dr. Dre's production and uh, DJ Yella, I believe. Freaking, you, you hear that? Like the samples, the cuts, the, you know. Dude, the drums, yeah, the just beats, the, yeah. it sounds so like like um like a villain, like just you know walking on the streets and like this background setting of just loud horns and this kind of like this villain villainery. I I don't know how to say it, but you know menacing. what I'm saying. Menacing. That's a good word for mm-hmm. it. It's, it has this menacing sound with that horn section blaring, but that really. Just awesome drum beat, like just real funky, get your head yeah. moving. That's all I want to do is just kind of play that drum beat over and over again. Yeah. I kind of love it. Yeah. I, I don't know what sample that is. I know you have a sample list if you, hmm. the, uh, if it's uh, a funky drummer. The greatest thing about learning about the samples or getting into the samples and researching it was hearing songs I haven't heard before. Yeah. Yeah. And it I, was just amazing. Um, 
quite a lot of research. For me, it was seeing songs that they used. I was like, oh, wow, they actually used that song. Oh, wow, you, you know, quite a lot of Beastie Boys. Quite a lot, like, a lot of old stuff with, you know, Dr. Dre does. And then now it's, like, contemporary to do is to, like, you know, your Kanye Wests or whatever to take older music and create a more modern sound with it. Yeah, and it's, they... It's like... Well, that's what I'm saying, like... That's what you're saying. Dude, the list of some of some of the samples that they use just for one song is fucking ridiculous. Uh, this was kind of straightforward, uh, the Straight Out Compton. Um, the Funkadelics, I'll be like it too. You'll like it too. You'll like it too. <laughs> and then uh, James Brown, Funky Drummer, which yeah. is a recurring uh, that's sample. One the, it's one of the, mo- it is, I think, the most used drum beat like sampled drum beat in history. Are you serious? That one funky drummer. Ke- it kept coming up. Yeah. That makes it's, sense. It's the most used. I listened to it and it was like, okay. There's a there's a drum break. I don't know if it's in the middle or at the end. That is what is particularly cut and sampled where there's a part where the drummer just takes a break and goes off. And that's where like people can take that clean drum take and chop it up. Um trying to figure out what they took from those songs when I was going back to oh, listen really? to that James Brown and like what was it or like um, the Public Enemy songs later on you know but um, I was like what is it that they use but they use so much and they blended to make their own it's really just a beat that they took the way that drum sounded like you know what I mean yeah. and then added it in overdub some of, some of those Jack's samples here were like well, you know, <laughs> some of the samples the were just like one takes like some of those Beastie Boys. Those like, Damn, that shit was dope. Like or like yeah. those like. It's weird that they took Beastie Boys samples. That like blew my mind that they just used something like, like the Beastie Boys, which makes a lot of samples. Like their songs are already samples. Yeah. And they're taking samples of a sample. Sample sampling off of the samples. I don't know how yeah, it works. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. And it, maybe it's kind of homaging. You probably to, know how it works you know, more than I do. I mean, yeah, at the, it's just incestuous samples on samples. Do you know how to? I mean, the Public you know Enemy one too. I mean, a lot of Public Enemies used, and they had a famous deep. Excuse me, a famous DJ also. So, I mean, Terminator X. Yeah. So they, fucking they, sick DJ name. They are obviously they're using samples to create their music. Terminator X. And then you have. Uh, NWA using their music as samples, so it's kind of like homaging while also just kind of. I guess that is well. That being said, as well as what do you think they were allowed to use? I know it wasn't until later on because um, yeah, correct rule- me if I'm wrong, but it was like uh, Paul's Boutique that like kind of like people really got pissed off for the amount of samples that it used. And then that's when they started establishing like laws and having to pay for using any part of the song because Paul's Boutique was such a huge album and people were kind of pissed that like they made all this money and like the bands that they kind of took it from. Mm-hmm. I think that's correct. That's what I heard. I, I'm I could, not I sure what the time that. frame is yeah. on that, but I think this is well after. This is 1988. I believe that was like in 91 when they really started stomping down on that. So I'm not really sure, but you yeah, can you think get, of it like that as well. How do you get the well. clearing rights for that? 
I don't know. I mean, at that point, too, like, we saw that they're on that Priority Records, so maybe they had... Oh, some, yeah. Maybe that. And what are some help. of those bands that are on that label? Uh, the California Raisins? The California Raisins. <laughs> but they had all those, like, very, they had all those compilations. So maybe through those, through, through those means, they may have been able to, like, hey, you have the rights to this song through, like, a compilation you did a couple of years ago. Can we clear it to get... A sample or something, you know what I mean? Maybe there's a little yeah. bit of a easier way. Do you think James Brown would have been cool with that? They just asked, like asked him. He's like, yeah, I can use it. What do you think he'd be like? Oh my God, James Brown would have said no. <laughs> I can, I can oh only, God. I can only imagine how quickly he would have said no to that. Just do the splits in their face. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So money. That's what he wants. All right. Um, well, that now that we kind of gushed about it a little, um, you want to get into the next fucking banger? Yeah, yeah. Just this, trunk I think bumper. This, this, this next one was probably the most controversial song, and maybe it's awesome. The it's, music it's, video. It's probably the one that got them the most like, like head turns. Just what? You know what I mean? As far as like, yeah. who's saying that and who what and what are they called? They're called what? Like. Dude, I love how it looked in the movie when they were like on stage and how it looked. It was so like badass with the two G, like both DJs behind them and them just like this monstrous fucking energy. Yeah. And then that whole thing where they were like, if you play it, you go to jail. Mm -hmm. They fucking did it, ran off stage. It was great. Anyone Uh, that goes to jail for playing music, oh man, that is fucking awesome. I mean, like just to be like, fuck that, I'm gonna play this song, whether or not there's any consequences. Fuck that! It's art, right? Express yeah. it, right? Uh, fun fact about this song: like the song before Express we get yourself. into it, well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> oh, you uh, didn't even get into that song. They didn't even. The um, it wasn't featured on the censored version of the album. Yeah, I know. so what does that even mean? You, you buy the album, the clean version, and of course they're not. Gonna, I mean, I maybe because there's at the time. You know, you hear like a rap song on the radio that's like super vert, like dirty, and it's like, why even put this on the radio? Why even put this out there? It's like all chopped up, and you can't even hear it. It's like maybe that's this song is definitely the song on this album that is just like holy fuck. Exactly, and it, and not every song is like this on this album, but and if they're to go back the and first like first five, yeah, no. oh yeah, yeah. If they if they're to go if, if they were to try and change this song in any way, like. What would you screw the police? Like it no, doesn't have the same no. ring. I like, I wouldn't even put out the album if I had to like take that off. I'd be like, well, fuck that. Then we don't sell it there. That's why I can't even I believe mean, they agreed to that. Yeah, maybe that was like way later on on like re-releases because we can get into how many re-releases there are. Sure. And then adding the tracks, like um, adding some adding re- yeah, more was, yeah. tracks from the old uh, and the posse. The posse. Yeah. All right. Well, let's. Uh, Fuck the police. <laughs> Let's do that. Turn it up. Let's get the neighbors pissed off. Right about now, NWA court is in full effect. Judge Dre residing. In the case of NWA versus the police department, prosecuting attorneys are MC Red, Ice Cube, and Easy Motherfucking E. Order, order, order. Ice Cube, take the motherfucking stand. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help your black ass? You goddamn right. But won't you tell everybody what the fuck you gotta say? Fuck the police coming straight from the underground. 
ground A young nigga got it bad cause I'm brown And not the other color so police think They have the authority to kill a minority Fuck that shit cause I ain't the one For a punk motherfucker with a badge and a gun to be beaten on And thrown in jail we can go toe to toe in the middle of a cell Is selling narcotics. You rather see me in the pen than me and Lorenzo rolling in a benzo. Be the police out of shape, and when I finish, bring the yellow tape to tape off the scene of the slaughter. Still getting swallowed up bread and water. I don't know if they fags or what. Search a nigga down and grabbing his nuts. And on the other hand, without a gun, it can't get none. But don't let it be a black and a white one, cause they'll slam you down to the street top. Black police showing out for the white cop ice cube will swarm on any motherfucker in a blue uniform just cause i'm from the cpt punk police are afraid of me huh a young nigga on the war path and when i finish it's gonna be a bloodbath of cops dying in la yo dre i got something to say Testimony to the jury about this fucked up incident. Fuck the police and Red said it with authority. Because the niggas on the street is a majority of gang. It's with whoever I'm stepping. And a motherfucking weapon is kept in a stash spot for the so-called law. Wishing Red was a nigga that they never saw. Lights start flashing behind me. But they're scared of a nigga, so they mace me to blind me. But that shit don't work, I just laugh. Because it gives them a hit, not to step in my path. But police, I'm saying, fuck you, punk. Rights and shit, it's all junk. Pulling out a silly club, so you stand with a fake ass badge and a gun in your hand. But take off the gun so you can see what's up, and we'll go at it, punk, and I'ma fuck you up. Make you think I'ma kick your ass, but drop your cat, and red's gonna blast. I'm sneaky as fuck when it comes to crime, but I'ma smoke them now and not next time. Smoke any motherfucker that sweats me, any asshole that threatens me. I'ma sniper with a hell of a scope. Too. They can't cope with me The motherfucking villain that's mad With potential to get bad as fuck So I'ma turn it around Put in my clip, yo, and this is the sound Yeah, something like that But it all depends on the size of the gap Taking out a police would make my day But a nigga like Ren don't give a fuck to say But still 
a badge, what do you got? A sucker in a uniform waiting to get shot by me or another nigga. And with a gat, it don't matter if he's smaller or bigger. And as you all know, he's here the rule. Whenever I'm rolling, keep looking in the mirror. And it's on cue, yo, so I can hear a dumb motherfucker with a gun. And if I'm rolling off the eight, he'll be the one that I take out and then get away. While I'm driving off laughing, this is what I'll say. Fuck the police. Guilty of being a redneck, white bread, chicken shit motherfucker. Hey, that's a lie! That's a goddamn lie! Get him out of here! I want justice! Get him the fuck out I my want face! Justice. Out right now! Fuck you, you black motherfucker! Fuck the police! Fuck the police! Fuck the police! Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Talk about the start of gangsta rap right there. Well, like you that said, hardcore. Um, earlier, it's like how you have this song and then you have Express Yourself and the, the vast difference. Mm-hmm. If you kind of think about it, like um, it's, uh, the second half of this album is like old, old, like written. A long time ago, these oh, are kind of yeah. like older songs, you can hear it. and yeah. definitely like the first, uh, I would say, uh, five, six that are like the most hardcore, and they're all the beginning. The, the beginning of this mm-hmm. album is so like, like that just dark, heavy, brutal, fucking oh, just some of the words that you would use to describe this is how you would use to describe metal like mean, in your oh, yeah. face, fuck yeah. you, you know, it's like what. Um, I fucking, I just, uh, just blown away a little yeah. bit. I mean, raw, it, aggressive, it, brutal. It's, it's these, these guys all splitting the role in this to create this overall sound. You know, you have, um, DJ Yella and Dr. Dre doing those beats. And then you got, uh, what is it? Ice Cube. MC Ren, DOC writing lyrics and they're writing, they're writing mean shit. They got something to say, you know, in the movie it's, it's portrayed so dramatically where they're in the studio and then they get outside and they get harassed by the police and it's like, you know what? what? Fuck the police. I had had this song saved for this exact exact moment. We we know it's not quite that, that dramatic and maybe real, but I think it is in the sense of these guys live that that story and live that life to then have that anger but it's but at the same time this is kind of like um they're creating these villains as themselves they're really playing themselves off more than they actually are in real life mm-hmm. you know what i mean like way more brutal like in <laughs> in some of the things that they say right because they're just setting up a character figure like nwa is this character figure it's made to be controversial but that's kind of the only way you can really get noticed. Like there was a lot of fucking horrible things going on there at that time. Mm-hmm. And the only way to get <laughs> noticed is to cause something controversial because no one's going to listen to your poem about how things are fucked up and that we need help. Yeah. But people definitely turn their fucking heads all around the fucking world. And 
when they heard this album and was like, holy shit. And kind of just, you know, like I said, making themselves into the villains. But at the same time, these are like, went off to be well-educated people. These were not like ruthless gangsters that would kill anyone in a given moment. Maybe easy. Maybe easy <laughs> because of the job he had, but that's part of the job. Okay, so um, <laughs> maybe easy. Wasn't it weird um, that I was, or like it was, how it was written before, it was like Easy es in WA. Like he was, it was like in Easy e in the NWAs. You know what I mean? In the beginning when it's kind of like, everyone else in the group is like way more talented and just kind of, he just had the money to fund that's it. What, and that's yeah. where the movie goes into yeah. where it's just kind of like, I do like his voice. I love the way he sounds when he raps because it's kind of like childlike. And you were you were saying some of the lyrics during the break. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's it's it is. <laughs> Dude, it's very repeat, funny. Just repeat some of those lines, uh, like the the wacky wacky whack crew like line that they have, and they're going on this wacky tangent uh, on one of the later songs, and then um, uh, in this and fuck the police, Easy E's talking about kicking butt. I kick so much butt, I kick ass, or whatever, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it kind of sounds childish, but at the same time, being this villainous, but still being this childish, like, kind of characteristic cartoon. So, kind of like, what they were was like a reflection on the, the, their reality, the things around them, where they live, their environment. Yeah. They just reflected it in different ways and in characters that they kind of created, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which is super clever. Like, it wasn't really like they were buying into all this stuff. I, like I said, at the same time, it kind of feels like like metal in some ways where it's like all this Satanism. It's like, yeah, hell Satan, you know, have the fucking leather suits and gauntlets and pentagrams and stuff. But at the same time, it's just to add to the overall like music of what you're doing. I don't think you're really going out like sacrificing ghosts. Yeah. Goats. You know what I mean? It's They're not going around drive buying, you know, like drive doing drive buys. Like especially after that first album came out, you would think they made some money. You would think at the movie I mean, kind of says they didn't, but Easy did. I don't know. I mean, at, at some point, I don't, I don't know think he how much. Crack anymore. Well, in the movie, who knows reality and and you know fact fiction, whatever. But some things um, were glossed over, like I mean, that member that they just kind of glossed out that was in ministry later on, or didn't. Yeah, did that's crazy. Um, but he was in a what album? I mean, in in, in that movie, it, it portrayed like band? whenever Easy E's on his on his hard times. You yeah. know, he's back to sell hustling weed and hustling and slinging dope and stuff, and so it's like. Because the label is like falling apart you know, and like just making bad business decisions. Well, that guy was like stealing money. Uh, you just, if you haven't seen the movie, just go watch the movie. And you know, at that, you know, he was he had passed when the movie come out came out. So you know, they probably skipped over some of the like hard realities of his life just to kind of like glossing over it or just yeah. kind of not really. Well, everyone really leaving too. Like after, I mean, in the beginning, Ice Cube left. You know, mm -hmm. and that was like kind of hard, but then once Dr. I mean, Dre left, it's like where again, do you even fucking go? If you look, okay, so this is this is where do you even fucking go? You have that compilation album, and then you have this album. They're 
debut, the one that has their name Pretty only, much their first album. Pretty much first and only, really. I mean, they have other albums, but... The second one. The second one, but... Sold twice Ice, as much. Ice Cube left after this one, I believe. And if you look at the songwriting credits, he's pretty much on yeah, he's, majority he's of like the songs. He's like the in-house lyricist. He, you know, just as much as, it, as the group was a group and each member brought something... If you lose one of the members, I love his raps like the best. Oh, his raps, his lyrics are fucking great. Am I saying that right? Raps sounds so white right now. Um, I love your, I love (laughs) your raps. raps. Um, His voice is just so mean, Mm -hmm. and he really does set up that whole character of like portraying this villain when, especially in the movie, but in real life, you know, I don't think he ever was. Wasn't he like well educated? We know now he's just making kids' His movies, but you know, play, I mean, money. It, 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 speaking to the education, that's like love the way fucking he was Ice Cube playing with words, the way he would like Dude, phrase super things. Super smart, yeah. Like, like you were saying, some of it was it sounds like, so goofy, but at the same time, it's so clever. Like you know? rhyming ruthless and then toothless, and be like so ruthless, be toothless. You know what I mean? Like he's taking like I don't know. You don't it's want to rap the on context. the podcast? No, well, I, I don't actually remember the line <laughs> for line, but there are just things Bring that, the lyrics up. There's like, it's just speaking to the way and how well he's phrasing things, it's memorable, it's catchy. You're like, holy shit. It's fucking like, awesome. Uh, still getting mean. swole on bread and water. And like, his solo albums, like after he left, dude, like, those first two, at least that's the only two I've really listened to, but those are awesome and just as mean. Yes. You know? Oh yeah, America's Most Wanted. Oh my God. Yeah. Whoa. Like carried over yeah. that fucking, the fire, that fucking brutality. Yeah. I mean, America swinging K- with the baseball K- bat. KKK. Wow. Like, wow. They were like even in his solo, he was, had some shit on. You know, he was angry. But, Dude. Uh, well, let's get into another song. Um, keep banging it out. We'll just go in order of the entire album until we're done with the album. Of, I think there's only like 16 songs. No. Well, fun fact about that: there are. 13 songs on the regular release, I believe. Regular release. We and then the re-release 13, added... Uh, the re-release, the 2002 reissue added... A bitch is a bitch. <laughs> added uh, up to 17 songs, and then... Um, and then... It didn't add 17, but added uh, four songs, making it 17 total. Then you had the 2007 reissue, which yeah. added four five songs making but 18. wasn't those like like um, covers at least a couple of those were covers on there people covering their songs yeah yeah yeah, yeah. a lot of the the 2006 this is the 20th anniversary so yeah. that had you know a bunch of tributes Bone Thugs and Harmony I yeah Fuck the Police by Bone Thugs and Harmony um, I guess <laughs> what I don't, I don't I can't even I've never heard yeah. that I can't even mm-hmm. imagine that I can't imagine it either uh, the most like sin- sensate like s- soothing like rap voices, like <laughs> they're singing and rapping. Like you know, you you listen that, to Bone Thugs. No, not really. That, I thought they were more like dark. They're, they're like on that, that Biggie Smalls a lot. They're like that big, like they have that like. Uh, I, I mean, we'll play some later at some point, but you will be you'll you'll listen to it. If this you is ever, my reaction you'll be to like, hip hop songs. What? Uh, how? Uh. It's like the most kindest rap guys singing the most <laughs> hardcore. I can't even imagine what that sounds like. Just turn down and soft to, just get a little soft to. No, I can't even imagine. Yeah. And um, I do want to hear more covers of these songs. Yeah, 
That'd be fucking sick. Uh, speaking of just that 13 tracks, though, fun fact on that, the greatest hits of NWA. Only brought over like four or five, right? No, I had six from this album. I thought it was only like four. Might have no, been six, six, but it was. Uh, I have it as Rest six. Yourself was on there. I don't know if I pulled Why did that become a sing- I don't know why that was like one of the biggest songs off the album. Oh, yeah, it was uh, Gangsta Gangsta, Fuck the Police, Straight Out of Compton, It Ain't Rough, I Ain't the One, and Express Yourself. And that's six on a 13. And so no eight ball? Half of this album <laughs> was on the greatest hits, pretty much. What? Well, I mean, well, they we, only had two albums. Exactly. You look at it like that, but mm, it's two and a half albums. Yeah, I would, I would, for just, D-O-C. I guess maybe like I would look at a greatest hits and maybe put like the individual stuff too. I know it's like it would be an NWA's greatest hits, but maybe have like you have that whole posse thing. There's, it's not a lot of music to be honest. Yeah, you're, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Then you know why even do a greatest hits at that? Dude, point? Yeah. all the samples that they were using was like samples of their own songs as well. They would sample in their own I song to that, another yeah, yeah. song, which I was like, I don't know how sampling works. <laughs> and I need to do more research behind that after this podcast. Well, I didn't have time to get into it. Let's get into this. All right. All right. Gangsta. Oh, shit, man. Damn, peachy black gangsters are at it again. I wonder who they fucked up today, man. You motherfucker. Got him. and money cause I'm the type of nigga that's built to last if you fuck with me I put my foot in your ass see I don't give a fuck cause I keep bellin', bellin'. yo what the fuck are they yelling? Cause I'm the type of nigga that's built to last Fuck 
song on the album and just keeps going like that I know. and like you said it's freaking violent yeah <laughs> um it's not about a salary it's all about <laughs> it's all about reality <laughs> and the reality at the time was gangsta gangsta, gangsta. yeah um talk about like you can hear where those samples come from yeah because that was at a what is it krs1 the the guitar riff, no the um, it's all about a salary. Oh, that part. Okay, yeah, it's not about a salary. It's all about reality. I don't know where the guitar riff is from, but I'm sure it's from something that's like. I, I think bang, I might have bang, the bang, notes. Bang. Uh, no, you have the notes over there. Oh, is it the same? Yeah, but earlier oh, we were talking yeah. about that. Uh, 
It's Steve Miller, man. I'm telling you. Like, I went. It says that Steve Miller's on this song. See, there you go. Yeah, take the money and run. Dude, that's where that drum beat comes from. I guarantee it. I'm willing to put my money on it, but you asked me, you were like, did you listen to every single one of these (laughs) samples, like these songs, the samples of the songs that we were going to do today? I was like, yeah, I thought I would like try to figure out how sampling worked a little bit, or I just want to see if I can guess where they came from. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I have no idea. I was thinking the same thing. Words. Like listening but that Steve to Miller thing, dude, that drum beat on that song, what, uh, go on and take the money and run? Yeah. That drum beat, dude. And that's what we were just talking about, like Steve Miller. I would never, I, I hate the fucking, when I was a kid, you know, it was like Steve Miller band. My dad loved it. I was like, man, that sounds ridiculous. Sounds like some folk rock. Some people from the mountains came down to put on a show. Steve, the Steve Miller band. That's uh. But let's... dude, Steve Miller rocks. Yeah, come down from the mountains. See if we can peace with the steel toe boot. At least that snare. Listen. Yeah, I wonder uh, if that maybe they took a. It's kind of like the this the, it's a crazy drum beat. It's a lot of hi hat play. Well, at the very and beginning there's there, there was no, um, there's nothing but the drums, the drum intro. Yeah. So maybe that's, they just sampled bits of from that. I was thinking. Yeah. That's like, uh, I would suggest listening to that song if no one's ever heard that song. Everyone's heard that song. Take the money and run. Ooh. ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was really fun going in and uh, listening to stuff I've never heard before, though. Uh, kind of going down that rabbit hole of like, oh, I love this song. But I was curious on what makes this song this song since it's so different from us being like musicians. We just, I play drum beat. I don't know how to like go into other songs and just take other people's drum beats, especially a bunch of different ones, it feels like. Or was it more like um, Dr. Dre was like kind of in charge of the drum beats and like Yellow was more like on the turntables, cut and shit? Yeah, it seemed like Yellow knows how to like do the scratching yeah. like pretty well. And then, um, and Dr. Dre's like beats are like super iconic. Like this is a fucking great album, but let's be real. Like our favorite Dre album, The Chronic, dude. And if we can't get into that one day, I hope someone else yeah. can, because that album's that's a more consistent album. There, so this album's not very consistent, and that's the problem with this album. In no, any way, yeah. they could have cut it down to just having those six songs, and I think it still would have been great. But having the extra songs is always fun because. Like I said, Eight Ball is my favorite song, but it's not like one of those like hardcore like songs where it's like, holy shit, this is violent. Like parents get pissed off, like, no, mm-hmm. I want my kids to listen to this. Mm-hmm. And Eight Ball is kind of goofy, but at the same time, it still kind of has that aesthetic. Is that the next song we're going to play? Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, can't wait. So, yeah, there's that one. And then, same can't with wait. that uh, Express Yourself, where it's like, you could have your mom listen to this. It's on the same album as fucking It's a very movies. clean, yeah. But at the same time, I think they're trying to set like a really positive mess uh, message, not saying like, go out and sell drugs. They're more like, this is what happens like in this neighborhood every day, kind of like taking that, portraying themselves again, like I said, like the villains, like, and then as well as like other songs, like uh, being positive and like, mm-hmm. go out there and like, you know, don't do all this stupid shit, like it's- be better kind of situation. Songs that shine light on the reality of, of, exactly. of life, but also like look at the positive of it. Try to be positive. Express yourself. Yeah. 
it's like the the two halves. The I guess the album kind of feels like at this point, like we've been trying to describe it and we've heard other people talk about it. It's like, uh, it's kind of the yin and yang. Mm-hmm. Like you get both sides of like the situation in the feel because being such a fucking notorious man for being like, fuck the police to, <laughs> hey man, why don't you just express yourself with like art and like go to school? <laughs> like, it, don't do drugs, you know what I mean? <laughs> Shit like that. It, after, I, I just realized this, but like uh, the songs we're talking about, and even that uh, I Ain't the One, which is also kind of more playful and not more as violent, those are all solo songs. Like that, I Ain't the One's Ice Cubes. It's true. Everyone kind of had a solo outing has, on this album. Uh, Dr. Dre, uh, Easy. It says for Yellow. Yeah. Except for who? For Yellow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yellow didn't really do a lot of the rapping. But uh, we didn't even talk about Ren. I fucking love Ren. What's the line in the song? He spells out his name, but I'm raw. Uh, yeah. <laughs> R-E-N, but I'm raw. Yeah. yeah. Fucking love it. That's great. It's like his introduction to like me knowing him. I was like, fuck yeah. Whoa, who's this guy? Violent, dude. This is me. Yeah. <laughs> Again, the, the movie portrays it so, so well. And... Um, I love his voice. Uh, he's he's a good balance between like uh, Ice Cube being like the deep, like super deep dark voice, and um, Easy Easy being super high up. Mm-hmm. Which I love his weird little voice. I just love it. I'm not. I'm not it's so too different. Familiar. He's on not really a singer, him, and that was makes think, it so fun. I think he had a pretty good career after. He went on. He went on and did other stuff mm-hmm. after this for sure. Um, um, started a career after uh, this. I, I don't know how. For how long? I mean, we can go into more research. Yeah. I really try to stay like in this album and kind of like, I don't know, like, did you learn any of the production of this album? Like what it took to get there? Any fun facts like that, Chris? Like as far as... Like uh, the studio they went into? Yeah, I got a, I mean... Kind of like, did you so just go into a booth and like, you're they not were, cutting them. They did I, add I don't, a, to, I don't know how to sample, y'all. This album at Audio Achievements in Torrance, California. And um, I'm not sure if that's where they did that other compilation. I mean, probably. I'm just wondering what type of uh, time frame an album like this would, you know, maybe because they, uh, they probably produced it themselves, right? Yeah, and then um, probably did the mixing and mastering themselves as well. Well, so you have Dr. Dre, DJ Ella, and Easy as producers, but Easy is an executive producer, and that's just more money. That's all executive means. And then, let's see. I mean. We talked about that Fugazi album, and that took 30 days in the studio. That's eleven songs. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know how fast it is to make a rap album. I'm curious. See. I'm sure I've seen the behind the music of yeah, NWA in my, in my, and other hip hop groups, but I don't remember shit. In my research, it was not just one year. It just said 1988. It just said like recorded over this year. Oh, right. Fun fact: uh, What else came out this year? Like a uh, few months prior, that debuted was that Public Enemy album. Mm. Was it can't hold us? It take a, a took a million. Take I'm a fucking nation a, to hold us, or so, yeah, <laughs> the longest title. Yeah. My favorite NWA album. Um, like I said, I'm, I don't listen to a lot of hip hop, but this is definitely one of the albums I listen to all the time because I love. I'm a drummer, and I just love the way the drums sound on this album more so than most hip hop uh, songs I've, I've ever heard, where mm-hmm. the drums are so stand out and really fucking good. 
they just nail and the bass goes right along with it and it's I fucking love it that's part of my reason why I love this um but that Public Enemy album is fucking fantastic too and like yeah. coming out like right afterwards too and just being that that album and then that Public Enemy album and then right after that this Straight Outta Compton you know mm-hmm. and great, then it's really oh here we go boom it just it just exploded from there like it if they were the dynamite public enemy uh, NWA was definitely in the match that lit the fuse to blow this mm. shit up dude I think they also uh, you know parental advisory sticker type era I think they were on the yeah. head of that too you know isn't the there the song chart. yeah, yeah. fuck the police but um, I got uh, some some fun facts for that. Uh, Yay. In uh, 2017, they selected the album in the National Recording Registry by the Library of Congress because it's culturally, historically, or artistically significant. So it's... Uh, it, it's being recognized. The, the whole scenario... Other people see it. ...of this band is insane. Of It is... Think about how it's like almost a super group in a way. Each member then goes out to do their own Pretty thing much. that's like really infamous and you know and just contributes so much. But then also this is one album. They had one album where all the member all six members are together and like Prince what's his name? Prince what? I don't I he is a founding <laughs> member. I, you know, we can when it comes to rap. What groups, happened to him in the movie? Yeah. yeah. I mean he was pissed. It, it, overall though, this is the definitive NWA album and there was only one of those you know and after and it's crazy that so much in culture and history has been affected by it and how much they have just got from this one thing Um, how much it gave to the world like uh, shining light on situations and just like I said just really blowing up the whole fucking scene the album cover referenced throughout pop culture continuously and will continue to and it is facts and people sample off of this album for other uh fucking hip-hop songs i'm sure of it just taking beats from here and moving mm -hmm. it there and it's one of the things uh one of the albums that's yeah gonna last forever uh i think it was in rolling stones top 500 greatest albums of all time yeah it's constantly in like looking through the list of albums Like, you yeah. must hear this before you do. Like, all those accolades. Well, that's why we're talking about it today, right? It is well, You were super excited when yeah. you woke up, and you were like, I fucking get to do a passion project today. This one's for you. Um, the Miracle Shot. Do you know about that? That's what they've, they've coined that shot. The album cover is The Miracle Shot. And uh, it was done by an L.A. photographer, it, uh, Ithaca... Darren Pappas. And, Good uh, pronunciation. He, uh, Add applause there. <laughs> pre-production. It was Add taken applause. on a November 11th, 1988 at, a, uh, at his small studio apartment in Miracle Mile District of L.A. And uh, during that same session, he also did a bunch of other photo shoots for other famous rap, like Big Lady K., uh, he did uh, some promo for Easy E's. Uh, Damn, he was probably just there at the right time. 
They're um, like, we need someone to take pictures. He's like, I'll take a picture. He, he yeah, just basically <laughs> just this long slid. session day. You see the picture, like, it's like underneath them. I can just imagine him just sliding in. He's like, all right, make a group, and I'll just running start. Just like, slide in, you, snap picture. I'm going to take your pictures against this wall, and then this wall, do you guys. It's just like Dude. the same session or what, and then he it only. It's very iconic <clears throat> um, record uh, cover. It's really, yeah. yeah. It, it's the only photo of all just of the Just reminds me of the music together. video as well. Did you know that? Huh? It's the only photo of all the members together without glasses that exists. And that's why it's used on every promo image. That's why it's used everywhere. Oh, without like sunglasses? It is the only- I was like, these nerds wore glasses? I think. Yeah. <laughs> you mean all sunglasses? Of, all of, yeah, sunglasses. Oh. Like where you can see each member's face. It's the only prom- like image that's of the band. Right, because otherwise group. it's like bandanas covering up. Like, or the glasses, fucking, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, um. So it, yeah, only only of the well, only. That's a fun fact. <clears throat> there was three rolls of film taken, and only two. I mean, this really only lasted for like maybe a year and a half. These uh, these members getting together to make I mean. this album, and it just kind of like Ice Cube or, left in eighty nine. I, I guess like he maybe two the, years, to be honest. Yeah, well, I don't because it was, was eighty seven the prior. So in Ice Cube was there, I believe, and, and uh, he left in eighty nine. Yeah, so two years. Holding this shit together, yeah, uh, yeah. So it's it. I mean, that's kind of why it's it. You see that this image all over the place. It's because it's really essentially their only promo image. That you know what I mean? Yeah. So, think about how much the image like has been used. It's the only image of the band essentially. There's only one real album of the band essentially. How many hits are on this? You know. Um, all of them. Half of the album is considered Very much, a great. In my hits. opinion, all of yeah, them are hits. All of them, um, and <clears throat> uh, some other. I mean, they just recently were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Rock and Roll. Or no, no, not the Rock and Roll, the Grammy Hall of Fame. Excuse me, sorry. Correction. Do you have to be a rock band? To be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, I think that was because Public Enemy. In Public general? Enemy became the first hip hop. You yeah, have there sense. are there are like my favorite song is uh, she watches uh, Radio X or Channel Zero of Public Enemy. You ever heard mm. this one? But it's like a they use the Slayer riff from like I think it's Rain of Blood. My facts are all fucked up. I thought like, NWA did get into the Hall of Fame. I'm like, oh, fuck, this is like, NWA? Well, NWA, Republican coming up on top. Oh, so yeah, the Grammys, they gave, I thought it was the Rock and Roll, but whatever. In 2016, the album got the Grammy Hall of Fame, and it was the first hip-hop album to get that. Acclaimed by critics everywhere, including ourselves. Yeah, I mean, you got Rolling Stone... Giving it five out of five. You got Pitchfork, 9.7 out of 10. The Blender, five out of five. All Music, five out of five. It is acclaimed across yeah. the board. I mean, to I mean, I'm sure in, uh, everyone's heard it at this point, especially with the movie that came out, like who, have a, who didn't hear it before or heard yeah. it then, you know? And I was the same way where I was like, I knew about them, but I remember renting the movie and watching it just being blown away. Do you know what, just like, when the movie away. came out? Uh, three years ago. Three, okay. I mean, I have it for 2015 where the, the, the group actually reached triple platinum where they sold three, was it? 
I'm sure it adds to it, you know? Three million copies, and so they reached that on November 11th, 2015. So I wonder if that's when the movie came out and they just, like, kind of finally reached the peak. You know what I mean? Or crossed. I think so. I mean, like, uh, I'm sure the Spotify thing, like, blew up. And that always happens, you know what I mean? Like, when something comes out and everyone's aware about it because there's so much... That's what I'm saying. There's so much music out there. It's like, what, it took you this long to hear this album? Like... Dude, there's a, like a lot of stuff to listen to, and I'll get to it eventually. We yeah. all will. You yeah. can't be forced into listening to anything. If you haven't heard this album and I came up to you and I was like, you got to listen to this. You're going to love it. You're probably not going to love it. you gotta, you got to like find it yourself and like learn how to love yeah. That's every album. You know True, what I mean? Right. Yeah, I mean, but we'll, we'll get to the, Like the, I said, I'm not like too big into hip hop, but this you, is one of the albums I listen to all the fucking time. You said 8-Ball was what, the first my song? Or was it your favorite yeah, of the first song? song? And fun fact about 8-Ball, it's kind of like, uh, since they didn't put uh, Boys in the Hood, which there's their first single, technically in the movie, and that's what mm. it said. But they didn't bring that on to um, Straight Outta Compton, but they did sample it and put it into the remix of 8-Ball because the original 8-Ball will be on with a posse and um, it's kind of a little bit hollow and it doesn't have as much of the sampling and the uh, dubs because uh, when I was doing the research on the uh, the dubs, that one had the most like samples in it. it Pretty it much did, like yeah. that one, one and, of the two. Uh, I think Gangsta Gangsta. Yeah, I think so, Gangster. But I'll take your word for it. But... <laughs> It was a lot, and um, it's it's my favorite because of the drum beat, and it's really it's the drum beat and the story because I follow the story and the it seems fun because I always think about him, Easy E, kind of doing this kind of wacky thing because mm-hmm. it's it's like super gangster, but at the same time he's like throwing up in the parking lot or like girls are telling him to. Ugh. Who you calling a bitch? You a bitch, you know? And he's like, boys <laughs> in the hood, oh, shot, keep it cool, you know? It's like, yeah, yeah. it's so good. And that's where you kind of like get into like, it's his song. Like, you know, I don't have a 6-4. I don't know what it's like to yeah, drive 6-4. Right. You have a 6-4, so say right. it like you mean it, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And kind of get more comfortable with his style, especially uh, this time around on redoing the song. Because I think the remix is the only, that's how they always say it in the album. Like, this is 8-Ball Remix, so it's kind of a newer song. Mm. You know what I mean? I think hip-hop does that a lot, just kind of redoes the same song. Yeah, definitely. You'll hear yeah. the remix is, like, the popular one. Yeah, or and you want to talk about, like, when we were saying, for some reason, that lost member of N.W.A. ended up in a, a ministry album. Makes sense, because industrial metal is the same way remix after remix it's, uh, moving in samples yeah, and, and yeah, around yeah. like I don't know a lot about sampling maybe you can tell me after the podcast <laughs> <laughs> that could be a podcast yeah. in itself you we make me watch go, this video just watch this video I'm gonna just, get a uh, bite to eat I'll go come through back. We'll famous finish the samples yeah. and we'll talk about sampling yeah right yeah. teach me uh <laughs> bottle practice bag do 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 alright well um, let's, let's listen some to my favorite song yeah let's do an April. Let's buy some Coke, actually.
funky, like the beat funky, nickname Easy E, yo, 8-Ball Junkie. Bass drum kicking to show my shit, rapping, holding my dick, boy. I don't quit, cry, rock the motherfucker from around the way. I got a six shooter, yo, mean I'm brave. Rolling through the hood to find the boys to kick dust and cuss, crank up some noise. Police on my draws, I have to pause. 40 ounce in my lap, and it's freezing my balls. Look the right turn and let the boys go past. And I say to myself, they can kiss my ass. Hit to get drunk, got the eight in my lips. Put in the old tape, Marvin Gaye's greatest hits. Turn the shit up, have the bass cold rumpin'. Cruising through the east side, south of Compton. See a big ass, and I say, word. I took a look at the face, and the bitch was to the curve. Hold on my tip for the title, I'm holding easy ease. Fucked up and got the eight ball rolling. Almost wrecked my shit Flipped his ass off, put him to the floor Bottle was empty, so I went to the store Nigga on tilt, cause I was drunk See a sissy ass punk had to go in my trunk Reached inside, cause it's like that Came back out with a silver gag Fired at the punk and it was all because I had to show the nigga what time it was Put up the jammy ass like a mirage A sissy like that got out of dodge And got the eight ball rolling. Fuck it up, yo. Snotty nose prick. Now you fly bitches all over his dick. Punk got dropped cause the title I'm holding. Easy E's fucked up and got the eight ball rolling. Pass the broom, motherfucker, while I tash it up. And y'all listen up close to roll call. Easy E's in the place. I got money and juice. Rendezvous with me and we make the deuce. Dre makes the beat so goddamn funky. Do the OA, the o- fuck the brass monkey. Ice Cube writes the rhymes that I say. Hail to the niggas from CIA. Crazy D is down at in effect. We make hardcore jams, so fuck respect. Make a toast, puppy punk to the title. I'm holding Easy E's fucked up and got the eight ball rolling.
<laughs> I think I know where that sample came from. That song alone had five Beastie Boy samples. Five. You know what Ooh. kept popping up time and time again as well? Um, that song, Girls. Girls. Yeah. Girls. You know. Ding, 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 ding. I'm like, what did you use? I, yeah, I, I think you kind of like... Yeah. I think it's that... Yeah, that probably that beat in there. That clink, 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 clink. And 8-Ball, um, you know? There's like that... It sounds like a bell, like... Like you're on the, um, fuck, I'm a percussionist and I can't tell you what those things are. Like the xylophone. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Sounds like a xylophone. And that's what that song sounds mm -hmm. like. It was played with like a little tiny uh, kid xylophone. You know? Girls mm -hmm. to do the dishes, yeah. girl to do the laundry. Um, that and like uh, that song, Hollywood Swinger, from um, Cooler in the Game. Hollywood Swinger. This is one of the samples? Mm-hmm. Oh. That's a fun one. That's cool. Yeah, and like uh, cool Marvin Gaye's, like, Let's Get It On. Like, Oh, really? Really, just using, like, uh, really good songs or just hit songs on their own to make this song. That's why you were like, do you really want to put this song on here? I was like, it's literally my favorite song. And I know it's just the solo outing of um, Easy mm -hmm. e but it's awesome. It's the one that has the two Public Enemy songs, uh, DJ X Speaks With His Hands, which is... Just, um, or Terminator X, uh, you know, sorry, sorry, Terminator X, uh, Terminator X speaks with his hands and, um, pretty much what it is, it's like him just showing off his skills, mm -hmm. like their DJ. And I guess they took a lot of sampling from that as well as, um, too much posse. And I guess that's where you hear that too much posse, you know? So you can kind of hear it because it's just a real repetitive beat over and over again, but that's kind of why I like it. Plus, uh, that bass drum hits you right in the fucking ear, dude. Yeah. Is, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And that's how I feel about the whole album. Like, the bass is just so good, and it sounds like a bass drum, like an actual bass drum on a drum set. And that's what I love about these old uh, hip-hop albums is that it was like these real raw drum sets that they used and just turning them up. And just they making just them sound big and the, like, huge, yeah. up and stuff, and like which it wasn't like it didn't really get too um, synthesized. I want to say which was like that whole like um, you know uh, Snoop Dogg thing, where like that shit was like that bass was on a different level. You know what I mean? Well, people were that like, shit will destroy the back end of a car. Cars at the time that you like, know, like you were like trying to make your shit bump, yeah. and be loud. But this is more like just uh, spread out. Uh, bass hits and that's how the whole album is it's just like real you know mm -hmm. and it's just like slam 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 especially if like how I always listen to is on my headphones and it's I turn it up all the way and it's kind of one of the reasons why I really like it you know it's kind of weird I, I really enjoy rhythms like that it's one of the reasons why I love uh, Die Ant Word is mm -hmm. just because it's that type of like this is really <laughs> it's very dark and it's also very kind of playful in its own way, you know? And um, it just sounds awesome mm -hmm. on headphones, uh, especially like this whole uh, remastered remix. I, I'm not sure what it sounded like back in the day, being what, yeah. cassette tape and all, and me not being the biggest fan. Sorry, local bands. I'm not, I hate cassette tapes. I just like power a little bit more, and this, this sounds like power. This sounds crystal clear 
no fuzz, like no real distortions. Mm-hmm. Everything's so spread out so well. Like I love how Dr. Dre makes beats and uh, later on his other albums, getting up to like uh, uh, Eminem and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, and you can still hear like, he always had this like kind of a darker side when it comes to his beats, which I super love, like all the Snoop Dogg stuff. And it's like, that shit is super dark, you mm-hmm. know? And now like Snoop Dogg's in a bunch of horror like movies. And I'm like, that makes sense. That's all I keep thinking about. Yeah. It's Tales from the Hood. Well, he's in that Beach Bum movie. I keep thinking about Tales from the Hood. I heard he was the best part of that movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. know. I've seen uh, Speaking to, uh, on a cassette. Shout out Snoop Dogg uh, during the um, <laughs> NWA podcast. We'll get to you. Yeah. Uh, speaking about cassettes, in uh, 2015, Universal Media Group. The Red Cassette? Or Music Group. Yeah, they, uh, they reissued the album on a limited edition Red Cassette as part of their uh, Respect the Classics series. I don't know why I mean red. I don't know if there's a sin just because the, the Bloods and the Crips, maybe. Um, I don't know. I, I thought it was like the quality of the tape and the reason why it's red. It's like this oh. is super high quality. Like this is as good as tape gets sounding wise. Because you know you can buy it in grade. Did you know that? Yeah, I, know. Yeah. I didn't know the... I didn't know that the color, though, I, so she, <laughs> like releasing them with color was. You should have clicked on it and see what type of rabbit hole. I mean, that would have took you down. Jesus. Learning about the record companies, and punk bands. Mm, like, dude, I want a pink cassette. I want to. I'm sure you can color any cassette. That's any I mean. color. You know how you can do it too. Spray paint. I, did, I just didn't <laughs> know if colors like were actually associated with like I think, I think quality. I'm not sure, oh. but I would. I would assume. Um, well, please leave a comment if you know yeah, anything if you know about, about that. A red cassette tape. Is it legend? Or is it a myth? <laughs> is it something that was added in uh, the Wikipedia by some asshole that doesn't know what he's talking about? Or is it just the record company is trying to make another you know, million dollars off this album yeah. again? Who knows who owns this? Um, Poppy it's, Trey, right? No, I don't know who uh, owns this shit. I think it, Priority still owns it. Because it, it said um, that sucks. It said that they're still active. Yeah, well, who can reclaim this shit? Multiple members, but then it would just—I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how the law works either. Or your time. Maybe time we'll do an episode where you just teach me about music law. We'll just—we'll both learn. We'll sit here and we'll <laughs> <laughs> we'll read books. Yeah. Oh, I just found out, folks. All right. Well, you have any final thoughts on the? Closing thoughts. I fucking love it. Um, I don't think I really. I mean, is this one of your, like, say, top twenty favorite albums of all time? Mm, maybe not all time. It definitely is in my top hip hop albums. Of see, I don't, I don't categorize my music that. I don't. <laughs> I don't think about it in genres like, I mean, like most when simple I, people do. When I'm thinking about like rap or something, music, if, I'm, music. if I'm going to skate, because I, I think about like. That's what you were saying. This is like something you skateboarded. Oh, to. yeah, because it's like, definitely chill. Um, and that, fucking, that leads you know? to like how I. The next song that we're going to close out with and uh, how I kind of first discovered them is I heard Express Yourself on Tony Hawk's, I think. That was the first song three. you heard? That's well, why I mean, you wanted it on here? That is the first song. <laughs> I, besides, the, my least favorite my, song, to be honest. I'm not saying it's my favorite, but it's the first I song I heard, and it's also the one that's like 
on the album, the one that stands out the most is like a from a lyrical content. You're just like, what is? There's a complete difference. It's played. I think that's what it is. It's uh, it's a good song that you can play in the clubs because uh, I never oh, really hear. So I never really hear like I I work at a place where there's DJs all the time. Yeah. It is the one NWA song they'll probably all play yeah. is "Express Yourself." Yeah. For a second, Definitely. they'll go into well, probably the real version. That's why it's like in the of "Express Yourself" in Tony Hawk. It's the one NWA song that you can lyrically have on there. It's motivational, pumps you up. the be- The beat is solid. It's you good. Know, it it's uh, it's a good way to end it as well. This podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's a great song to close yeah. out on. It's sure. kind of like that song you would no, as wouldn't it be like that last song you would put on as the ship was going down. No, no, <laughs> no. no. This is definitely Damn, the one where like, like you put this on when you're like patching up the holes of the ship. You're like, <laughs> we can do this. We can <laughs> we actually make it through. This is a this is a montage song. Yeah, you think ding, this, ding, this is a montage ding, song ding. where yeah. you can like totally like montage through something and like learn a lesson or help out. You uh, know, fix. To, yeah. To your point, it's real dance. Rebuild the house. It's like, it's, it's upbeat. And I think that of... It, it really just, it kind of is that song. Uh, what it sits above uh, the song, Express Yourself. Uh, who originally does that song? Come on. Everyone knows that song. Come on. Why don't I know it? What? Like the actual song that it's uh, taken from? The sample? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Is it? I mean, I just thought it was like a James Brown song or something. I'm not well educated in other types of music. Uh, it is Express Yourself by Charles Wright and the Watts. Yeah, and it's pretty much that song with him just singing over it and then sampling a little bit more. And then they they sample themselves. They sample Dope Man. Yeah, see, they, so there you go. Like bringing in an other, another song into this song. Mm-hmm. And Dope Man is on this album. Which is weird. Dope man, dope man. Yeah. I guess it does kind of keep it consistent and make the album flow a little bit better. Adding that in there to keep uh, that beat, that tone from song to song. Because these songs are really close to each other, Dope Man and Express Yourself. So it makes sense that it just kind of, you would still have that, I guess, technically maybe a drum beat or a bass line that would kind of just flow into Express Yourself. Mm -hmm. And um, what's the line that he says? We'll hear it right now, but... Oh, you've been doing all this dope producing the whole time, but you haven't laid down any rhymes. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's that's another thing. Like you have, you, do- <clears throat> you have Dr. Dre, who's later on. This is his first outing. Called The Chronic. Room. Yeah. And where he's rapping and literally the symbol of weed is the album cover. And oh, then, yeah, dude, weed. Um, Shout out to weed. You know, and then, or that's the 2001 is where it's just the leaf. But, you know, it's like, a, what is, I think, an homage to Zigzag is the chronic the first one, it kind of like looks like it kind of looks like yeah, the zigzag, um, the papers, papers too. Um, I, I rolled a lot of joints on that album cover. <laughs> that was pretty much the one yeah. you would grab. Like, I need a CD to break up this week. Uh, yeah, the grind. No. <laughs> and and, and uh, then in, in this song, he talks about not not uh, having sex and or smoking weed. So I'm like, huh. Well, when, we're like, smo- well not all the time, maybe. Uh, I don't know the exact. Lyric, Maybe we just don't. You don't smoke weed all the time, and have sex um, at least just once a day, and not make it, you know, all day where you can't get nothing done. Uh, yeah. Well, I how think, can I you say express yourself and then be like, um, "Don't smoke weed, kids." <laughs> or, I'm expressing. Oh, I don't know if weed's expressing yourself if you smoke weed, but sex is. Sex is. Uh, 
an expression of human nature and love. Yeah, that's that's why uh, I was a little have sex. Kids. I was a little like taken back by uh, what he said. But uh, do you have any other? You have any other closing thoughts? I'm gonna just do no. a little. No, no, no. Um, what about no. any uh, any bang over stuff we got going on? Any um, well, uh, I guess to close this out, uh, follow us on all the social media platforms. Uh, well, not all. We don't have a Twitter yet. I don't know if we'll ever get one. You can follow us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. We'll have plenty of up and coming actual live event showcases that we have all around town and bunch more when it comes to this podcast just so much more we have uh episodes that we haven't even released yet that are coming out uh episodes that we are doing right now and that we're in the mm-hmm. middle of and um this month alone has so many albums um i think our next one might be corn follow the leader because you uh, know that I'll look at that the really, schedule. That was a touching album for me. Yeah, that definitely is one we need to talk about. Oh, uh, Leonard Skinner. I think if you want to get that one, uh, I would like to touch on that one. But do you we, would like to touch on it? You, yeah, I'll be here first, and be like, yeah, it's what is, man. I had to like learn all these songs when I first started playing drums. I'm kind of yeah, it's fine. I just the, well, does I, it have that song uh, Saturday Night Special? I'll have to double check, but there's a really great Leonard Skinner documentary that has come out and it kind of, you have to watch it. You definitely should watch it. If you haven't out there, anybody just watch that. So Leonard Skinner's next. Uh, Leonard Skinner would be the next one followed by, uh, corn. And then we got, uh, tease, maybe one more Jimi Hendrix touch on that one. And that one's complicated too, because it might (laughs) just be a single or the dates weird. We could just pick a date. Who the fuck cares? And, and uh, I, I looked That's up the lyrics. Yeah, getting into this whole thing of like trying to do this anniversary of oh, an album, yeah. like sometimes it's really hard to get the actual date. If you look, if you're looking on your Spotify and looking at the dates of when albums released, it's fucking wrong. Don't go there. Go to the Wikipedia page, and and even in the Wikipedia page, they you, might not even have it. Do you know what I've been going to? It's really hard to get the actual release dates of these albums when they came out. Like no one's keeping track of this shit anymore. I've been going to Discogs. That's what I always hear. Go there. Go to Discogs. Well, if you go Shout there, you can, you can see people selling their funny. LP. Like there was the, uh, an album coming up that I wanted to do. Couldn't find the release date. Went to Discogs. Found when the album pressed was come out. And then, oh, okay. Like the, the people there will date it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So it's not so vague. You just find like the actual okay. physical release yeah. time. A lot more digging. Yeah, it's a lot more. Yeah. Digging. Um, to we, clear, to yeah. clarify this lyric thing, I looked it up. He doesn't say sex. He says sess. I don't know what that is. S e s s. But he does say, uh, when Yella makes it a cappella, I will express, yo, I don't smoke weed or sess. Maybe he meant to say sex, but he didn't come out. So, I don't know. Maybe well, that's I, slang, man. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's, just, maybe he's just saying, man, you don't need that yeah, shit. We're pretty just, much two white boys talking about this iconic fucking gangster rap album that I hope people enjoy Yeah, more so than us talking listen to the songs yeah. these songs yeah. are amazing like um, that's the whole point of all this is 
These are good songs. A, there is a reason why it is selected. Yeah. And why it's acclaimed and why it's sold three million triple plat. There are there is a reason. There is definitely a reason. And please uh, join us next time for all the other episodes that we have coming out. Interviews, reviews, and thank you. Chris? Express yourself. Express yourself. <laughs> Yo, man, there's a lot of brothers out there flaking and perpetrating but scared to kick reality. Man, you've been doing all this dope producing. You ain't had a chance to show them what time it is. So what you want me to do? I'm expressing with my full capabilities And now I'm living in correctional facilities Cause some don't agree with how I do this I get straight and meditate like a Buddhist I'm dropping flavor, my behavior is hereditary But my technique is very necessary Blame it on Ice Cube Because he said it gets funky When you got a subject and a predicate Add it on a dope beat And it'll make you think Some suckers just tickle me pink to my stomach Cause they don't flow like this one you know what? I won't hesitate to diss one or two before I'm through So don't try to sing this Some drop science Well, I'm dropping English Even if yella makes it a cappella. I still express, yo, I don't smoke weed or cess Cause it's known to give a brother brain damage And brain damage on the mic don't manage nothing But making a sucker and you equal Don't be another sequel Like this, I'm doing damage. Your armor be too hyped and need a straight.
straight jacket. I got knowledge and other suckers lack it. So when you see Dre, a DJ, on the mic, ask what it's like. It's like we're getting hyped tonight. Cause if I strike, it ain't for your good health. But I won't strike if you just spread yourself. 